0: Hey, friends and family. How you doing today? How is your heart? Today's topic is all about guarding your heart. You know what I've learned in my life when I find myself really critical, unforgiving, unloving, unkind, all of those things that are really gross and obnoxious, but yet I fall into them. I can follow that back to the root, which is I haven't guarded my heart. We're going to talk about that today on our episode of Big Truth Encouragement. So I suggest that you grab your favorite beverage. For me, it would be an ice water with extra ice, lemon, and a straw. And let's grow together how we can stop those influences in our life if we are simply diligent to guard our heart. Big truth. Big hope. Big hurts. Big chances. Big truth. Big dreams. Big goals. Big consequences. Big truth, big love, big lies, big choices, big truth with Pastor Julie Norwood Cooper. I think in some small way or grandiosa way, each of us want to make this world a better place. We want that to happen through various ways and means, including our children, our influences, our families and our friends, our contribution. It's important. So we have to have a made up mind. Yes, but we also have to have a heart that is in a good and healthy, balanced, balanced, positive faith-filled position. Our heart affects us on so many levels that we're not even consciously aware of. I mean, we can't see our heart, right? Because it's inside of our body, our chest cavity, but yet it's there. And if we don't take care of it, eventually we will suffer the consequences of its neglect. That's physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our heart is so vital to our existence. King Solomon, wise King Solomon, says in Proverbs 4 that we are to keep our heart with all diligence, for from it flows the springs or the issues of life. I like the Passion Translation of Proverbs 4.23. So above all Guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. If you go on to verse 24, it says, Avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words, no matter what. When I reread that scripture again and again, it confirms to me how important it is that I monitor my heart and the affections of it, that my heart doesn't get off path or out of balance, that I am diligent in keeping my heart protected, and that I need to ponder what I'm letting into my heart and how it affects me. Then Jesus in Luke 645 says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, which means that the heart is the seat of all that we are. It's the core of who we are. Proverbs 23 and 7 and also Proverbs twenty seven nineteen, help us understand that our thoughts often dictate who we are, who we become, what we strive to do. But if your heart is not in a healthy, whole, restored and good place, it will affect your thinking, your speech, your perception, your reaction, your responses. It will affect every area of your life. Come on, think about it. We've all know those people at one time or another that are just negative Nellies or Downer Debbie's. It's not just gender specific. It can be Wreck-It Ralph, right? You tell someone something great and they immediately find something to pull you back down. Rain on your parade. You know, it can be just an attitude issue, but I believe it goes deeper than that. I think if you trace back those things, it goes to their heart they've been wounded, they've been hurt, they've been disappointed, and their heart has maybe become calloused, cold, or just completely numb. Perhaps the antidote for every evil, dysfunction, and ill intention can be linked directly to the heart of a person. See, if we have a healed heart, we'll have a healed people. If we have a healed people, we'll have a healed land. It's like a dominoes effect, but we neglect our hearts. We forget about them. We override them. We desensitize them. Our hearts are so important. If you don't hear anything else in this time together, hear this. Your heart matters. Your heart is vital. Take care of it, protect it, and guard it. Not only physically is good heart health necessary, it also affects your general well-being, including your spirituality. I think you've heard this before. The heart wants what the heart wants. That implies like we just have to follow whatever our heart leads us to do. We don't really have any control, right? Like there's this invisible battle going on between our head and our heart and our heart always wins out. Well, more often than not, I have to admit it, that does happen. But there is a better way, better meaning more reliable. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't consider our heart because definitely we should, but I don't think it's the ultimate authority. In fact, in the Bible, Jeremiah 17:9 firmly declares that the heart is more deceitful than anything else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? From that scripture alone, we can identify that our heart isn't always reliable and can be deceptive. Hence, our heart should not be the final authority or the leading factor in our life for the simple reason that your heart can mislead you. But the culture that we live in really does endorse that we should follow our heart. But a lot of peculiar and wrong, even crazy things have been done that were stemmed from the heart. Because the heart wants what it wants, true, but many times the heart wants the wrong things. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven tells us that we are to love the Lord with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind. When I just rely on my heart, I could very well miss it. When I just rely on my soul, I may miss it. When I rely just on my mind, I may miss it. Instead, I believe we're supposed to consider all of it because we are triune beings. And once we consider all of those things, prayerfully placing them at the foot of the cross, we then become in alignment with what God's will, timing, purpose, and destiny is for the season that we're in. Can I share with you a real life example from my own life? Just trying to figure out what's from my heart, what's from the Lord, what's in my mind, all of that. There was a situation where I was really drawn to and my heart was like, it's right. You should do this. This is the right thing. This is what you've been waiting for. Initially, And then as I went down the road a little bit, my head started dealing with my heart saying, ah, but look at this and look at that. And this is happening. And should this be happening if this was really of the Lord? And then my soul got involved, right? Which is my mind, my will, and my emotions. And there was no unity between the three. My heart was telling me one way. My head was telling me a different way. And my soul was just in the middle of all of it. When that happened to me, it was a red flag. And I thought, you know what, I need to just sit on this a minute. I can't trust my heart. I can't just trust my mind. I can't just trust my soul. So I laid it before the Lord. I didn't get an immediate response from the Lord. At least I didn't hear an immediate response. But as time went on, the Lord was so kind to lead me into what his understanding was for the situation. That you can't fabricate. It just has to come by spending time with the Lord, by being willing to submit it to the Lord, and then be willing to just wait. It's kind of the wait and see, right? Which can be problematic if you're in a hurry, but I'm telling you, God is never in a hurry. Satan, yeah, usually he wants to hurry up and get you to commit to something, but don't go for it. God is long suffering and he will work it out in you with perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. So today's episode is Guarding Your Heart, and I think that's one way that we do monitor our heart. We weigh in all of the options, not just our heart, but yes, our heart, our mind, and our soul, our mind, will, and emotions. And we measure them against the backdrop of God's Word. Is this in line with God's character, His heart? Is this something that would bless other people and bring glory to the Father? Those things are all great ways in protecting our heart and guarding it. Because as we know, our heart can be deceptive and mislead us. So here's another way that we can guard our heart. We're mindful of it. We don't just put it out there for everyone in anything to abuse, neglect, or even see it. We use discretion when it comes to our heart. We don't willingly just endorse something. We listen. We prayerfully consider. We patiently wait. And then we make decisions whether or not we should involve our heart in a situation or with a person. Is any of that easy? Absolutely not always. For me? Nah, it doesn't come naturally either. Because if you're like me, I'm really emotionally oriented. And so I'm like, if my heart says, Yeah, let's go for it. I go for it. It hasn't always worked out for my benefit. And then I'm back paddling just a little bit to try to get out of it. So what I'm sharing with you today is from my bumps, bruises, scrapes and fall downs. And it really does benefit you as it would have benefited me if I would have gone just a little bit slower and not heart first. I've learned there's another way that I can monitor or guard my heart, protect it. And that is through exposure to things that I know are not beneficial or God pleasing. That can range from anything, fill in the blanks, whatever you expose your heart to. It can be the corruption of this world. It can be the selfishness of pride. It can be just exposure to things that really don't align me with God's heart character and ultimately his word. So when you find yourself in that situation, what I have found helpful is to just control myself and say, okay, you're exposing your heart to this and what good is it gonna do? What fruit can come forth from this? And then I have to really just shut it down or redirect myself or come out of where I've gotten into because honestly, guarding your heart is just managing your heart. Don't expose it to things that don't benefit God, that don't glorify God. Be selective in what you allow to penetrate your heart and what you expose it to. That can be situations and it can be people. Full disclosure because this is no judgment zone, right? So I really enjoy Netflix. And I really enjoy watching foreign things on Netflix, like Korean TV, or Turkish TV, African TV. I love that it exposes me to different cultures and the way that they think. And I know it's all just Netflix. But I tend to gravitate to those things. Well, I was really involved with this Turkish drama and it was a long season. And, you know, once I started, I just didn't want to stop. And so I just kept. But let me tell you, there was so much marriage upheaval, distrust, betrayal and lies that all of a sudden I started having weird thoughts. Told you, don't judge me. But I was exposing myself to this over a period of time and I was opening my heart up to the lies of this silly Netflix series. That's just me. Maybe things like that don't bother you or affect you or influence you, but it happened without me even realizing. It's not like I walked into this thing going, oh, well, let me just unpack this drama of deception and lies and infidelity in this marriage. No, I just started watching this show And it just kind of happened. And then I started checking my attitude because it changed. And I traced it back to the hours that I was sitting in front of Netflix watching this on the screen. Womp, womp, womp. I know, but I'm just telling you this as an example because it happened to me. And it happened because I wasn't guarding my heart. I just was watching it. So as a result, right, because with everything, we learn a lesson. When I start watching something now, I am more aware or conscious of what's happening and what I'm watching, because that's how I am monitoring my heart to guard my heart. So we know that we live in a fallen world. There's a lot of wrong things that happen this side of heaven that we are to be in this world, but not of this world. And that goes back to being a good steward and guarding our heart so that we don't adopt the ways of the world into our thinking, our faith, and our walk with the Lord. We have to be distinctly different. And the word makes us different. In my analogy, I think about food because I like to eat, right? So there's good foods that bring fuel to your body and promote healthy cell growth and are very nutritious, beneficial. Then there are empty calorie foods that just will make you full, but there's no real nutritional value to them. That's how the things are in this world that we have to guard our heart against. There's so much on the menu of life, but not everything is worthy to be ordered. As we wrap this up today, I'm not saying that you completely ignore your heart or you overlook it or even you neglect it because a neglected heart is a wounded heart. And as I said at the beginning of this podcast, there are so many people that walk around with a wounded, calloused heart that are just despondent and depressed. So you want to take care of your heart, but don't follow your heart, follow your heart. Jesus. Psalm 23 1 reminds us that Jesus is our shepherd. We are to listen to his voice. We are to follow him because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And following Jesus will always lead you to eternal life. Instead of following your heart, Trust your heart to the Lord. Proverbs 3 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all of your ways. Acknowledge Him, or one translation says, submit to Him, and He will direct your steps, make your paths straight. So, dear heart, we love you, we acknowledge you, we need you, and we desire you, but you cannot control. We leave that up to the Lord and the Lord alone. Thanks so much for spending time with me on Big Truth Encouragement. I pray that it has blessed you, and I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at Julie 525 at gmail.com. Also spend time with me on internet Christian radio stations, Praise 95 and Worship 95. You can listen to these great internet stations. Who doesn't need a little praise and worship in your life? Find both of them at Audilus.com. That's A-U-D-I-L-O-U-S. Also available on the MyTuner Radio app. Download it to your phone, mobile device, or even your laptop or computer. Find Worship 95 and Praise 95. Until next time, remember God loves you and He has an awesome plan for your life. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter.